with no broke niggas. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. She ain't messing with no broke niggas. Welcome everybody to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky here in the Belmont studio. I have Amber with me. Amber, we are listening to Kanye West because we want to start the show talking about Kanye West. You know, Kanye West, uh, I'm going to start using Kanye uh, euphemisms and uh, catchphrases. Like, I'm going to let you finish, Banks, but... Well, Kanye West has been in the news because he has made a friend with Trump, but when you make a friend with Trump, you make enemies with everybody else. And I think that the best um, meme, I think that has uh, has come about this entire thing, is, you know, back during um, Hurricane, was it Hurricane Katrina? Yeah. When Kanye West and Mike Myers were doing the hurricane relief, and he got on, you know, this public, you know, live show and he said George Bush not care about black people. Yeah, he did. So He's always in the media <laughs> over some outlandish thing he says. Well, you know, um whoever is running a George Bush Twitter account has now said uh, Kanye West does not care about black people. <laughs> so it was kind of <laughs> That's like, funny though. Yeah, it was. It, it was actually really circle. I think Kanye people want to peg him sometimes as a genius, but I want to peg Kanye as I do think that Kanye is smart. I just don't think that he knows how to control He's like his your drunk uncle. He is. He don't know how to control his emotions. And I do think he's wanting to become friends with President Trump because he knows it's going to cause media attention. It's going to be media attention. He knows that it's not the popular thing to do. He likes going against the popular thing to do. He likes attacking popular people like Taylor Swift, for instance. He did. Someone uh, who was very popular. He attacked her, got a lot of flack for it. And he knows if he teams with Trump and likes Trump, which apparently he's now meeting with Trump, having conversations with how they can make America great together. Together. And uh, he, you know, now they're exchanging Twitter feeds. Well, and he's, he's taking all these text messages from people who are reaching out to him. Like, I love Chrissy Teigen. And Chrissy Teigen is the wife of John Legend. Yeah. And I, John Legend is just a beautiful man in general. He makes beautiful music and he's a good father. He does make husband. beautiful music, yeah. He's just, he's, he's, I just really like him. Yeah, and he's great. He, um... I guess there was a, a text exchange between Kanye and John Legend, and and Kanye ended up tweeting it, and you know there was no no harm no foul, you know, and it was just John Legend saying, "Hey man, you know, come back to the good side, you know, don't go to the dark yeah. side." So I mean, there, there it has been pretty funny, but you know, Kanye had actually eliminated all of his social media for a long time, and now he's back, and now full he's back, full flesh. force, yeah, full force. Why did I say full flesh? I don't know, but he is kind of like a girl that just got dumped. He is. He He's really on is. There. I think somebody just walked in the door. I think somebody did just walk in the door. Can they come up? Maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. But anyway, uh, so he, Kanye West is doing a he's doing a thing with um, uh, his album where he's putting his, the plastic surgeon who killed his mother. Yes. And is this supposed to be... Did he have a problem with the plastic surgeon that killed his mother? Well, you know, his mother had plastic surgery in 2007. A cosmetic Co- procedure. Cosmetic procedure, and one day later she passed away. Yeah. And Kanye West, like every boy, loved his mama. He was a mama's boy, and I don't know if he knew how to take that, so I think that, you know, I, a lot of good music came out of that era, so I, I mean, I like his music. But he has decided now, as a way of, I think, making peace with himself, he's going to use this physician's face as the cover for his next album. 
I don't know if that's what I would do. I, yeah, I don't. I don't really understand. Yeah, what, what I don't know if that's what I would what do. He's kind of doing there. It's interesting. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. Hey, welcome, welcome uh, back to another episode. <laughs> but so yeah. But speaking of black people, Bill Cosby's been in the news. Bill Cosby's been in the news. And again, one of my most favorite memes was, uh, you know, look at here, look at that. He put a little something in your pudding pop. And it was him and, you know, because, you know, he was all about those pudding pops in the 80s. He was all about the pudding pops, but he got convicted. He, he was found guilty. His pudding pop got convicted. His pudding pop got convicted. And so what's what's the um what is the conviction? Is he on he, house arrest? Is he well, going to prison? What is He the was charge? um he was found guilty of sexual assault and oh my goodness, there's a laundry list of things he was found guilty of. Uh, but as of right now what they're letting us know is that he is on house arrest and he is required to wear a GPS. Yeah. Um, I think that this is a good step forward for sexual assault survivors. Yeah. You know, I'm, this is really kind of what started it. It is. You know, when, I, I know when the Bill Cosby got accused, a lot of people started coming forward talking about being sexually harassed. And, and I mean, just like we've talked about, you know, in, in previous episodes, you know, this, this took out a lot of, you know, famous people. I mean, look at Harvey Weinstein, look at Kevin Spacey, you know, is this the first of many now they're saying Tom Brokaw apparently sexually harassed people, but the thing about that is it happened in the early nineties, and why? And apparently Spacey. he grabbed somebody's ass. Look at Kevin Spacey. And he, well, yeah, but that was different. He was like attracted to like a teen boy. Tom Brokaw apparently grabbed a woman's ass when they were at work in the nineties, and now she's coming back in two thousand eighteen saying he sexually harassed her. I mean, listen, I think there should be a 365-day rule. If you do not come forward within 365 days, like it, it, it needs to be dismissed. Because why are you just now having the courage to come forward over someone who grabbed your hind end? Well, I think, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a... It's a very sticky topic. They're going to destroy all of these great men's legacies, though. Well, but I mean, I'll Tom Brokaw was—he was a great broadcaster. Now people are just going to look at him as, oh, he's someone who's a pervert. Well, uh, who was it that got released from um, Good Morning America, Matt? That's what I was trying to think of a while ago, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. But do you not think that happens to men? Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I mean, I—I'm fully aware that I know it does. I mean, my poor husband gets it every day. Uh, it happens to men. You're, you mean your husband gets sexually harassed at work? No, by me. I'm oh, well, <laughs> well, I guess that's a good thing. But no, listen. If I... Okay, I'll tell you a little story. So when I had this job, I had this woman who was kind of my superior. And she was very attracted to me. And I was not attracted to her. And she made it very clear that she was attracted to me. And... I didn't make it clear that I wasn't attracted to her because she was my boss and I wanted to get on good terms with her, but she always made me feel uncomfortable. I mean, to the point to where, like, I ended up at her house, ended up having to spend the night at her house. What the heck? Yeah, because we had this event and it was late and I ended up having to stay at her house. And um, some just weird things happened that I didn't want to happen. And I think that that was considered sexual harassment, don't you? <laughs> but I never come forward with it because I think guys feel like that they are looked down upon or look like pansies if they're saying that they were harassed by a female. So it, it cracks me up that, yeah, 
you know, they think that all men are perverts. Well, there's a lot of there perverted are, women out there. I am, I will fully raise my hand. I am definitely one of those women. So, uh, <laughs> I can't say too much. You are, so you sexually harass people at work? I mean, <laughs> bitch, I might. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I work with all women, so no. Yeah, oh my gosh. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it happens. Hey, well, I mean, still, you know, uh, I'm really sorry, Bill Cosby, but, you know. Sorry. Bye-bye. 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 His pudding pop is going away. Yeah, his pudding pop's going well. Well, maybe he give a bunch of women some hepatitis A. Well, it's not sexually transmitted. It's not? No! Hepatitis A is not sexually hepatitis transmitted. Hepatitis A is not sexually transmitted. It is a foodborne illness um, that unfortunately is extremely rampant in our area right now. It is. Um, That's why I bring it up. I think that... There's been over 600 known cases of hepatitis A just in the city of Lexington. Uh, yes, actually. That's a um, lot. And it's found in food? It is found in food, unfortunately. That's why it is... That's why you're seeing all of these people who are fast food workers or hospitality workers. And that's why they are being called to light right now is because they have known um, hepatitis uh, viruses because it is a virus... And they are handling the food that we are eating, and that is how it is transmitted. You know, hepatitis B, hepatitis C are are sexually transmitted, um, and or IV drug use transmitted. Uh, but hepatitis A is that one that's that's a little weird. Um, there is a vaccine for hepatitis A that you can get at your local health department. So I recommend. I don't agree with the vaccines, though. I don't agree with the vaccines. I'm against them. I don't. I don't take the flu shot. I don't I don't do that because I feel like that they are just basically yes. inserting the flu inside you when you get the flu shot. You know I've never had the flu. Me neither. And people who But you also you wanna know something else you never had either? What? You never had polio, have you? No, not to my knowledge. You never had measles, mumps? Not to my knowledge. And you got a vaccine for it when you were a kid. Maybe. There's a lot of things that didn't exist in 1988. No, we you do. You get what's called a booster or an MMR booster. Uh, we were required, actually. That's why you see a lot of these anti-vaxxers, um, you know, and uh, I, I'm a scientist. My husband is a scientist, so, you know, we're fully science-based. But Hold on, though. I, I, okay, I can see where you can give a vaccine for measles and mumps in that it works. But the flu, there's different strains every year. So there's there new there's new there is, flu shots every year. That's why we don't push the flu. So they're not tested a lot. And well, people are getting these flu shots for the first time that it's ever been used. And they're getting sick from it. Well, but, I mean, it could, you know, the strain that the CDC is tracking could not be the strain that hits our area. Uh, you've got mutations that happen along the way. I mean, you've got mutations that happen with everything. You know, five years ago, you could easily go get gonorrhea cured. Well, guess what? There's a super strain of gonorrhea now that it is antibiotic resistant. So, good luck with that one. I mean, there's just... Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, pick up a you know, pick up a Science Daily or you know, just look at some of these things. You know, so there's a strain going around of gonorrhea that can't be strain, cured. There is a strain of gonorrhea, honey in my line. Please chime up right now. There is a strain <laughs> of gonorrhea that is antibiotic resistant. That's scary. We have not been able to find an antibiotic combination that can defeat this once easily treated. STD that we probably all either had encountered somebody who's had, or we could probably name off five or six people. I've never had now. gonorrhea, but I have known people who have had it, and they Same. said it is very painful. They said when you pee, or, or for a guy, anyways, like they they say just like they say like it's painful, like you can't even like 
move or adjust your junk because like it hurts <laughs> touching yourself. Like it, it's like an affection in it. It's like an affection. If they say it oozes out like a uh, like a burst pimple, like yeah. the juice, like the infection, whatever it is like coming out. Like you know what I'm saying? Like whatever that is. I know that. Pus. What do you think we usually get that pus. in the lab? That well, yeah, we it's, well, it's a very common STD. Gonorrhea yes. is. It's very common, and a lot of that's probably the STD that people get the most. But no, to, actually, to be able not to get rid of it—that's what I'm saying. That's I mean, scary. Uh, that'll lead. Let's lead that. Let's lead that into the topic that we did not write. Yes, yeah, we did. Uh, Bill Gates has now come out. And he has said that within the next 10 years, 30 million people will die from a flu pandemonium. So what's he wanting everybody no. to do? Go out and get a vaccine for it? Pan- pandemic. Pandemic. There we go. Pandemic. Uh, he was just saying that because of the mutation and the way that, the way that society is going now, it is eventually going to get to the point where we can't cure some of these things. And, you know, right now I am, I'm taking, I'm taking this environmental health class, you know, at Eastern and um, the guy who teaches it, he's a little, he's a little strange, but he's all about surveillance. He wants to map all of these, all of these issues that we are seeing. That, uh, like with uh, staff, he wants to he wants to track staff infections because yeah. you know you've got staff and you've got MRSA. Staff sucks. Well, staff hurts. Staff does. Hurt. I've had I've had staff in my chin. From a from a just a, and you can get staff very simply. It's just like well, it's I, everywhere. I had a yeah. It's everywhere. It's probably in here right now. I have MRSA. I know I do. Yeah. Everybody does. It's just the difference between staff and MRSA is MRSA is not treatable by antibiotics or very limited. Well, no, because it's antibiotic resistant. But I mean, that's kind of where we're heading now. Is you know, you and I have even had this conversation. You know, remember when we were talking about prescribed antibiotics? Yeah. Uh, what a couple months back, you know, two three months back, and I told you, you know, like I don't take anything anymore because it it kind of scares me a little bit. You know, yeah. I had an issue with with Levaquin, you know, that I was taking for a UTI. Yeah. You know, don't and always I ended up getting tendonitis. Don't always trust the doctor with no. the medicine that he puts you on because the doctor no. doesn't always know best. Well, because a doctor is just. A regular human being. He shits yep. like we do. He pisses like we do. He puts his pants on like we do. They're regular men and women yep. that just look at a computer and tell you what's wrong with you based off what you tell them well, is I mean, bothering it's you. Now, now, real doctors like surgeons and brain surgeons and heart surgeons, I would consider those like real medical professionals. But, you know, I, these, these, con- these, these general practitioners... They're, uh, you know, they they type your symptoms into a little machine, and they there's a little ticket that prints off. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't know if that's how it works, but there's a little ticket that prints off, and they're like, okay, you have this. Like, my foot hurt, and I went to the doctor over my foot, and my doctor says, oh, you have um, something fasciolitis of the foot. And now my foot feels fine. And I was, like, reading online about fasciolitis in the foot. I guess that's what it's called, whatever that is. And apparently it's, like, a really chronic foot pain disorder. And I'm like... Dude, I was just having pain in my foot. I wanted to know what it was, and you tried to say I have a chronic foot disorder. Like, you were freaking out, though. It hurt. I know. I'm a hypochondriac. I. I'm starting to become more and more as I get older. I know. Like, if I have a sore throat, like I think I've got like something. Like it's terrible. <laughs> if I have like a headache, I think I have a tumor. It's it's just bad. Like I think the worst, and that's symptoms of a hypochondriac. Yes. Yeah. 
I've dealt with you and some of those. But I don't, I don't believe in, I don't believe in vaccines, especially vaccines well, that haven't been on the market for don't years. Don't say vaccines because there are some that I'm sure you believe in. You believe in the polio vaccine and the MMR vaccines. You believe. I said in vaccines that have not been around for years. Well, the flu has been around for a long time. No, the flu is different every single year. The strain. The, the strain. So, like the, strain. the vaccine that they give you, isn't that a different vaccine? Yes. Exactly. Right. That's not been tested. Well, just don't say you're against vaccines because I'm not against, okay. I'm not against vaccines. I'm not against vaccines that's not been around for years. Like the measles, mump vaccine. Sure. I mean that's been around since the 70s, maybe 80s, but that's been around for a long time. Flus that happen. That well, different but flu hepatitis that every A, year. hepatitis B also has been around for a long time. So go get your Hep A shot. It's Hep A. Okay. Well, maybe. Hep a. And I, your Hep B. Because I eat out a lot. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Well, I mean, also don't eat. Uh, also, there is uh, E. coli on romaine lettuce right now while we're talking about it. That's gross. Yeah, so don't eat the romaine. Well, Amber, I want to thank you for <laughs> being on Off the Cuff. As always, it's fun to have you on. It's always fun to um, sit down and pick your brain about current events that's going on in the world. Oh, thanks. Yes, sir. Or yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, we got one more thing to discuss before we end. MTV is producing a new reality show on people from Pikeville, Kentucky. People from Pikeville. It's called Made in Kentucky, and it's supposed to follow the lives of Eastern Kentucky kids. It's, so there's supposed to be drama. They there said no short of love triangles, love triangles and crazy and, activities going uh, on in Eastern Intense Kentucky. romance, I think is what I read. Intense romance. I've always thought that people from the mountains could make millions of dollars just by being filmed. Just by being ourselves? Just by being ourselves because we are... I tell you, when I go home, I don't laugh as hard as what I do at anything else. Like, it's... People are funny, people are entertaining, and people are plumb idiots. So yeah. they act crazy back home. And I think that people are going to get a kick out of, out of it, especially people like from the West Coast or people who aren't used to seeing those type of people. I think people are going to look and realize that we do wear shoes. No, they won't portray us. They'll portray us just like the media wants to portray us. That's true. Yeah, that's they're not. True. They're not going to put us. They're not going to show a family that's rich in a big old house like you had in Eastern Kentucky. I don't know about that. But they are going to show people like how Isidore Collins lives in Eastern Kentucky. Easto. Easto. Well, it's it's going to be interesting. That's that's for sure. Uh, I don't think we'll see anybody on there. We know. I don't really know people from Pikeville. I don't either. I just went to the movies there. Did you? Yeah. I'd go to the movies. Why would you go to the movies in Pikeville? It was a lot nicer. It's like an hour away, though. It was a lot nicer. It's like living here in Lexington and saying, I want to go to the movies. Where are you going? Oh, Cincinnati downtown. That's what it's like. Except here we have movies, and back home we have the big S. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Adam Banks and Amber with Off the Cuff. We will see you in the next episode. (laughs)